0: Thanks for listening to Middle-Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joel. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death quiet, shy 18-year-old disappears on the night of January 2nd, 2000 in North Carolina. Every lead just raises more questions about what happened to him that night. Motives are unclear, multiple suspects are looked into, nothing makes sense. This week, we're getting tangled up in quite the web while we try and solve the disappearance of Zeb Quinn. I'm Cash, and along with me as always, my co-host... The one, and I really hope the only—that's Joel. Hi, what's up? You got the energy? <laughs> I'm bringing the energy. I'm bringing the energy. Can you feel it? I can. I can Horsing feel it. Through you. It's because you got my your hand on my leg. Yeah, squeezing it. So I can it. feel something. Uh, what's going on, man? Oh, murder! I hope. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, well. I have to see. I yeah. So you're just hoping for some murder. I come over here looking forward to
1: some murder. All right, all right. I want to hear some some uh some bad tales. I don't want bad things to happen to people, but it's already happened. But since they have, yeah. Like
0: you might as well hear about them.
1: I like to yeah, I like to hear about and talk about it. Bring that energy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, today, like I said, we got a little bit of a this is kind of a short one. Um But we're still gonna dive in and I think uh this one's gonna give us We haven't solved a case in a while. No. You know what I mean? It's been a while. Like We've had pretty much the definitive Uh uh, endings to our cases. This one, though, uh, we're going to have to solve this one. Okay. So I hope you... uh, I brought my detective hat. Yeah, I hope. I got to go out to the car and get it. (laughs) Yeah, go get that real quick. Grab your detective shoes and your... Your detective mustache. <laughs> get all that ready because we're, we're solving a case tonight.
1: Woo!
0: Uh, before we get to that, though, what's been going on, man? It's been a week. Our last episode uh, is doing pretty well.
1: You got to quit asking me what's going on.
0: Like, you got to bring something, nothing, man.
1: Nothing. To, like, it makes me feel bad because, like, there should be something going on. <laughs> and there's just not. Like, like, you're like, what's going on? I'm like,
0: i work. What's one random thing that happened to you this week? Like, could have been when you went to a store. You stopped at the gas station, like what's just a random thing that you did this week. <laughs> You're just making me feel even
1: worse. Oh God, nothing. You Nothing, okay? I go to work and I come home and I wait for days where I get to see Lily and I come over here to record.
0: So you didn't stop anywhere to
1: Why are we still on this?
0: <laughs> what what do I what do I have to prove to you? I'm just trying to just trying to pull a story out of you. That's all. There's nothing to pull out. <laughs> I'm empty inside. All right, I hear that. I understand that. Yeah, I mean it's a good thought. Like I feel like I should have something that's <laughs> gone on since last week, but I just like well, work. Well, I'm seeing. I'm. I'm I can't you... take
1: shits at work. We're having plumbing par- problems at work. You just go outside. No, I have to just hold that shit. Oh. Literally, like I have to go home on lunch. And when I go home on lunch, I take a shit. A I, speedway across the street. From I did you. Get to go to Go Mart last week at work, but that feels weird because they know me in there and they know <laughs> I work right across the street. So
0: I go back into the bathroom, you know, like come back out, buy my Red Bull, and leave. Well, I work right down this road from you, so just come, come over there. All right, and just be like, oh yeah, I'm here. I'm here to see Josh, and just go in the bathroom.
1: <laughs> I hope it gets fixed soon. But yeah, we can't. Yeah, I you think are, I can pee now, but the, the the pipes are really old. And like my toilet, the men's toilet was off. Because they're working on it, and they're thinking about how to get a backhoe at work to dig into these pipes and
0: everything, and just can't take shits at work. Look, my theory on that is there's still a place that you can shit in. Yeah. So the only real problem is that they can't flush it. So you take a couple shits in there. What if I shit and then, like, mash it all up with my hand so that it flushes down easier? I'm just try- I'm not trying to put any <laughs> extra work on you. I'm just saying if you just went ahead and took a shit in there, uh huh, it's going to force their hand. They're gonna get it fixed a lot quicker. Yeah. So you
1: well, know, now everything's flushing again. But they just said until they like figure out the next move, only liquid.
0: Until they figure <laughs> out the next move, I don't know, man. Is the toilet fixed or not? Yeah. And like, what
1: do they mean the next so move? Now I have to get up early so I get things going early so I can use the restroom before I get to work. This and then is... I have to like, like just, and you know, I'm 41, middle aged, mediocre. Homeboy takes some shits. What are we talking about? See, I got
0: nothing. How would you say you got nothing? You got this whole story <laughs> about your place of business being ill-equipped to handle shits. Yep. Let's see. I knew something happened. I knew. <laughs> you can see it in my eyes. You can see it on your face. As soon as you walked in, I was like, "That's a man who's had some trouble shitting yep. lately."
1: It's been a, it's been a rough couple weeks. I mean, it's, all weeks are rough, but. You know, you don't realize that until you're told you can't take a shit, how <laughs>
0: bad... Then you all, wanna you wanna take, take, yeah, all,
1: all you want to do is Yeah, all you want to, yeah. When everything you have is a hammer, everything
0: looks like a nail. <laughs> you know what I mean? I hear you. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, Are you happy?
1: You got that yeah, out of me.
0: <laughs> I knew I could do it.
1: <laughs> you got that shit.
0: I, but I, I feel like I've given you uh, now a thing to work on every week where you just try to have one
1: experience yeah. a week. That way we can... I'm then, to, I know. I need to step up my game and, like, start...
0: Because I mean, I've got nothing going on. So I got. You know, I don't even ask. I have nothing to <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I have work and then uh, the doll existence yeah. uh-huh. never ends. Sure. So although I do kind of, I've possibly got two new job prospects. Oh, okay. Uh, one is working for a cemetery, and the other one is working. Did you say a cemetery? Cemetery. Okay, just sounds kind of weird. And the other one is, did it kind of sound like I was saying cinnamon? Yeah. Like a <laughs> cemetery. A cemetery. A cemetery. A cemetery. And then the other one is working for, like, a drug rehab program thing. So I'm really just going for, like, how depressing. <laughs> yeah. <it. laughs> uh, there's
1: a joke there, but I don't want to make it because that just seems dark. But it's a cemetery job, huh? Yeah, possibly. Uh, yeah. It's funny, though, because years ago I applied. People are dying to get into those places. mm Yeah. My dad told me that joke one time.
0: I posted on Twitter the other day about how uh, I was possibly getting a job at the cemetery. Uh Well, hold on. I'll get to why why you missed it. Okay. And then I put, like I just put, just a simple little tweet, just possibly getting hired on in the cemetery. Yeah. Cross his fingers. Then I turned around and deleted that tweet not long after that. Main reason is because I knew you or Schmarsh (laughs) were going to post whose fingers are you crossing (laughs) or some joke about... Crossing a dead person's fingers, yeah. and I was like, I'm not, it, I'm not allowing. off if you try not it, allowing it to be made.
1: If you try, it depends on like how freshly dead they are. Uh-huh. But I think the deader they are, they're harder to cross.
0: That is true. <laughs> dead, Until they, m- dead men
1: don't cross their fingers. So they become
0: bones, and then you just take the bones. Oh yeah. Uh, so good luck. So years ago, I applied for a cemetery job, just being stupid because my roommate applied for one, uh-huh. and I didn't need the job. I already had a job. But, yeah, two applications, I accidentally grabbed two. Yeah, you got to fill them out. So I was just like, I'll fill this out. But yeah. I put on there that uh, I would be highly qualified for the position due to my um, f- uh, thorough background in zombie movies. <laughs> like, that's exactly what I put on there. Oh, my God. Uh, they called me for an interview. They didn't call him for one. <laughs> they liked your your gumption. Well, it made me think, you know what? Zombies are real. Yeah,
1: <laughs> they saw that. And they were like, "All right, this guy knows." And if you see one zombie, you're gonna you're gonna be on top of it.
0: Uh, probably not now. I'm too old now. I mean, so would you be digging graves? Mm, no, it's like a data entry type thing, like an office huh. position, which I didn't think there was that much paperwork. Yeah, but we'll see.
1: I mean, death is pretty pretty. In it's it's pretty popular right now. I mean, you got a lot job of people security. are dying. Yeah, yeah. So keep so, busy living.
0: Or fun you, way to look at it. You <laughs> get a job at a cemetery. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. If we'll I start see. doing that, uh, you know, I'll be doing a podcast about death, and I'll be working close with death. with death and my whole life will just be death and taxes. Just death and taxes.
1: Those are the two things you can count on. And I'll be your job. <sighs>
0: what a fun <laughs> life! What a fun life! Well, uh, you want to get into this story? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. You sure you don't have any other stories? I trust me. I don't. Nothing else happened. Nothing to you? Okay. else has happened right. to me. Okay, so oh wait, I mean okay. I did
1: find a million dollars,
0: but we don't wanna get
1: into no, all that no. I mean
0: who gives a shit. Yeah. What are you gonna do with that? Money. i want to murder you and take that money. <laughs> okay, so uh you we're going said that into the microphone. Oh. oh well, I can add it things, <laughs> okay. so it's fine. Uh I can say anything I want. Um We're going back to Sunday, January second, in the year two thousand. In the year two thousand Oh, I miss, I miss when Conan was oh, fun. He, Conan was the and best. And Late Night was good. Yeah. Uh, we're going to Asheville, North Carolina, where 18-year-old Zeb Quinn was ending his shift in the electronics department at Walmart around, like, 9 p.m. It's a quality name, Zeb? Zeb. I like that. My middle name is Zebediah, so... Oh, yeah? You can call me Zeb. Huh. Uh, I'm not going to. Good. Uh, Zeb was born on May 12, 1981... And his mother Denise described him as a sweet, shy, or described him as being sweet, shy, and a little awkward. Uh, He was in the ROTC and worked part time at Walmart. Uh, He was known as a hard worker, and he'd been saving up his money to buy a new car to replace the Mazda that he'd been driving around at the time. A co worker named Robert Jason Owens had told him about an eclipse that he had seen for sale in the nearby town of Leicester. Uh, so after ending their shift, the two took off to go check out the eclipse, um, which I guess... Don't they have to look look at it through a
1: box or something? Isn't there like some sort of cardboard box Oh, uh, an eclipse. <laughs> yeah. Took me a second. <laughs> yep, I could not figure out.
0: Okay. All right. Well... <laughs> You can leave. <laughs> Edit that out. <laughs> uh, I guess Zeb basically had the money saved up, um, so he was taking the money with him just in case. This was like a good, purchase. Yeah. a good, good deal. Buy it. Uh, Cash in hand. This part's a little weird. They took. Uh, they both took their own vehicles to go check this thing out. Um, around 9:15 p.m., they're seen on surveillance footage stopping at a gas station and buying a couple sodas. Uh, according to Owens, not f- too far down the road after leaving the gas station, uh, Zeb began flashing his headlights at Owens, signaling for him to pull over. Once he pulled over, Zeb told Owens that he had received a page. Remember pagers? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and needed to return the call uh, immediately. They put 911 on there. Yeah, they put something on there. So you always, Owens. You always, hate, you always put 911 on the pager. So they'd
1: call you back. And then it was just like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I never had a pager. I ain't either, but my cousin did. Uh, I think we all had a cousin that
0: had one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm pretty <laughs> sure my cousins did. Uh, Owens told him to go ahead and drive back to the gas station and use the payphone that he saw there, and uh, he told him he would just sit here on the side of the road and wait for him to get back. Yeah. So shortly after, uh, Zeb went made the call, came back, and as he returned, uh, Owens described him as seeming frantic. Zeb told him that he had to cancel their plans and he had to go because something had came up. That was, he didn't really give him any other information, and he took off, and actually when he went to speed off, he rear-ended Owens' car. Oh. So I kind of hit the hit the back end of it. And Slow your her, roll, homie. He just kept right on going. Yeah. Um, That's a hit and run. So, yeah, he sped off, and no one would ever see Zeb Quinn again. Oh. So his mother kept paging him that night, but never received a response. She caught her around to friends and family, but no one had seen or heard from him. Uh, the following afternoon, she still hadn't heard back from Zeb, and it was very unlike him. So she went to the police and filed a missing persons report. They really didn't have much at all to go off of at first. They,
1: yeah, he's eighteen. He's yeah, had his own car. Yeah, and, had um, his money.
0: But two days after his disappearance, a call came into the, the electronics department at Walmart, and it was someone claiming to be Zeb and saying that they were sick and couldn't make it into work for their shift that night that day uh, the employee who took the call knew immediately that it wasn't Zeb she knew his voice she knew uh-huh. that it wasn't him so she hit star 69 uh, to return the return the call to whoever just pretended to be him <clears throat> uh, when they picked up on their line she was uh, uh, somebody said hello Volvo so it was the local Volvo factory Huh. And that's where Jason Owens also worked. Ooh. So. I didn't trust this Jason Owens guy. Well, give him three. Been, I,
1: I, I call, gave you all three names. So. <laughs> I called into. Have you ever called off for somebody? Yes. And pretend to be
0: them, or just uh, called off. For just them. called off for them. Oh, okay,
1: I've called somewhere and tried to pretend to be somebody. How to go? It was awful. Oh. We were super drunk. My, yeah. my cousin had to work in like that morning, so I called his manager. I was like, "Oh, Mike, I can't come to work." And she knew it wasn't. He got in all types of trouble. And uh, yeah, I got my years ago. I got
0: someone fired. <laughs> uh, it was when we were doing backyard wrestling, and we were supposed to have a show. And back then, uh, nothing stood in the way of those shows. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, my buddy was just—he was delivering pizzas for Domino's, and he was like, "I can't do the show today. I gotta go work." So without telling him, uh, I just called, <laughs> and I was supposed to give him a ride. So I just called and told him <laughs> he wasn't gonna make it in. He was sick. Yeah. And that he asked me to call, and they didn't like that oh, at all. No. Well, then I just went and picked him up, and. Just didn't take him to work and we went <laughs> and asked where we were doing the show. At he was kind of pissed, but then I was like, I don't tell you, dude, Like, we're here, I'm not. So he's like, All right, fuck yeah. It. And then he got fired and we went back. Because
1: Did he win his match that night? Do you know, I don't know. Oh man, probably, I probably beat
0: him, yeah, which is probably even worse. <laughs> he like, come on, you gotta be there, I gotta be able to beat you so I can go over. Yeah, it was a delivery. I mean, whatever. We were 18, nobody needs jobs then. No one was dead, though, so. no one died, <laughs> yeah. So back to this story. So, yeah, <laughs> so dies. that's where Jason Owens uh, worked, as well as Walmart. Uh, the police questioned him, and he told them that Zeb had asked him to make the call for him, but he really didn't have any... So that, so the first, all he said was, uh, Zeb asked me to make the call for him. Uh-huh. And when they asked him, like, why would Zeb do that, yeah. he went over the night of Zeb's disappearance where they had drove out Page came in. Whatever uh, he told him all that stuff, yeah. and then he said, uh, "Um, oh, and then they found out that there was Volvo and Walmart, he that uh, Jason and himself had called off from work the day after that. Hmm. So then, when they ask him again about calling off for Zeb, he says, uh, oh, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. He didn't ask me to. I'm just remembering it wrong. I think I made the call because he misremembered." Well, he says he made the call because the the concussion that he has, because the same night that Zeb disappeared, he got into a second traffic accident. Oh, and this one he had to go to the hospital for because he had broken ribs, and he ended up having a concussion. Holy which God. that part was true. Uh-huh. He actually did have he actually did go to the hospital. Yeah, had broken ribs, had a concussion. But uh, there was never any report made about the traffic accident. Uh-huh. No insurance was ever like no file was ever claimed. So it could have been from anything. And when they found when they went and looked at his truck, like the damage seemed to match up more along with like what he had originally said of Zeb
1: hitting him in the <clears> rear. <throat> like end there was him. a little bit of damage. Yeah. Like it didn't
0: look like it was enough that it would have caused broken ribs. Uh-huh. So Yeah, so that's what he tells them for the reason why. Um But he denied having any involvement in whatever had happened to Zeb. And while the police did consider him a person of interest, they had nothing that could really hold they could hold against him. And there was really no evidence to charge him with anything. Yeah. So during their investigation. Because Zeb's just missing. Right. Yeah, Zeb's like, at this point, they have no idea. He could just be. There's no body, there's nothing. He could just be out driving yeah. still somewhere. Uh, so during their investigation, they learn of another person in Zeb's life, uh, a woman named Misty Taylor.
1: All right. Misty Taylor. Okay.
0: Uh, her and Zeb had developed a romantic relationship in the weeks prior, prior to his disappearance. He was according to her uh his family he was really into her. Um but when police interviewed her she said that he was definitely more into her than she was him. And she had a boyfriend named Wesley Smith and she had a baby. Uh and then according to Zeb's family when Wesley found out that Misty had been talking to Zeb, Wesley was pretty pissed off. Uh-huh. wasn't happy about it. Uh Misty and Zeb kept talking though. About four days before Zeb's disappearance, Misty cut off all communication with him, though. You say they work together? No. Okay. This is just... They're just, just... some chick. Just, yeah. He's into her. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, she cut off all communication with him about four days before he disappeared. <clears throat> At some point in between then, he calls her because he's worried about her, uh, but he forgot to block his number when he called. Oh, so I as, remember that in so, days. So, as he realizes that, he gets scared and he hangs up real quick. Uh-huh. But then he tells his family about... The not blocking the number and all that, and he said he's worried that Wesley might find out and beat the shit out of him or do worse to him. Oh. So, uh, police records show... His name, Wesley? They don't have very good tempers. Wesley, I've never... Yeah, I've only met a couple of Wesleys, and they're they were both like, kind of assholes. Like they're always,
1: yeah, they're always kind of like... Uh, a little, hot, little, little hot-tempered, yeah. Uh, fast trigger. Yep.
0: Yeah. Um. So, police records show... That the page that Zeb got, the night he disappeared, was dialed from the home of his aunt, uh, a woman named Ina Ustich. Okay. Um, Zeb wasn't close to her at all. They really didn't have much of a relationship. Um, They didn't really communicate with each other. Uh So it's kind of weird that she would page him. Yeah. So when police went to check into that call, uh, Zeb's aunt said she had not made the call and she had no knowledge of anything about his disappearance. Uh, She told police that she wasn't even home that night. She was with... Misty, Misty's mother, uh, who she was actually friends with, that's why she knew, and then Wesley. Oh. Uh, and then later, Zeb's aunt, like a couple of days after that, ha- like the police thing, uh-huh. she then made a police report stating that her house was broken into the night of Zeb's disappearance, but nothing was stolen. That some stuff had been moved around, but nothing was stolen. And she said that it, this would have happened. Like between the hours of like nine and ten, uh-huh. which is about the time when he got his page. When yeah, when uh, Zeb. So kind of weird. The call did come from inside that house. But <laughs> she says she didn't make it, yeah. and all somebody broke in. By the way, in that one hour time period. Uh, so January sixth, two thousand. Uh, Zeb's mother Denise receives a call from a former classmate of Zeb's, who happened to be a coworker of his mother's at the Asheville hospital uh, where they were both nurses. He tells her that he's, uh, or she tells Zeb's mom that she's seen Zeb's Mazda in the parking lot of a barbecue restaurant across the street from the hospital. So the car had been left with the headlights on, Um, on the back window was a pair of lips with a bunch of exclamation marks um, drawn in lipstick. And then in the back seat was a live, Labrador puppy. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, also in the car was a hotel key. Um, but investigators were never able to find out what hotel it went back to, which is weird. Um, and then they found several bottles of like soda, like something like that, and uh-huh. then a jacket that didn't belong to Zeb. So police collected forensic evidence from the car, but uncovered no new leads from it.
1: What the hell? Uh,
0: the puppy was adopted by one of the investigators, though. Aww. So, good ending good for that puppy. <laughs> um, Zeb's mother believes the car was placed there by someone who had knowledge that she, um, that her, her Zeb's grandmother, and Zeb's sister all worked right there nearby, and that one of them would well, find yeah. it. A couple would later call police uh, to report that they had seen Zeb's car being driven around downtown and assisted police in producing a composite image of the person driving the car. And the, the uh, sketch looked a whole lot like Misty Taylor.
1: The girl.
0: Yeah. Um, but leads went nowhere. Investigators weren't discovering any new evidence. Days went by, and then weeks, and then months, and then 15 years went by as Zeb's case grew colder and colder. Wow. So we are going to take an ad break right there, and then we'll be back with the conclusion of this one. So, it's 2015, what's up with Zeb? It's been 15 years since Zeb went missing. Yeah. Uh, no leads. The case has grown colder and colder. Until March of 2015, uh, Christy Shone Cod and her husband, Joseph Cod, they disappear. Uh, Christy was a bit of a public figure at this time after she had appeared on season 8 of Food Network Star. Wow, uh, I think that's one of your favorite shows. Oh yeah, right. Uh, can you give that's us why a little, I never get anything done because I'm always watching this. Can you give us like a little review of
1: Food Network Star? Man, there's these people and it's on Food Network. Okay, and they're like, we got to make these stars.
0: You got it. And man, it's good. All right, sounds great. Yeah. So she was on. You remember season eight? Then I'm I'm sure.
1: <laughs> season eight is definitely in the top seven. Okay. All right. So uh, at the time, uh,
0: yeah. So that's how she got famous. Um, I went and found like a little clip of her being on there. She Uh seems like a really nice, like energetic. Yeah. She brought the energy. She brought the energy. She seemed like a very happy person. Uh, At the time of her disappearance, she was pregnant and her and her husband were working on their dream of opening a cafe. So they really had no reason to just suddenly leave town. And even if they did, uh, they hadn't taken their vehicles because those were both left behind at their home.
1: What the hell?
0: They stopped answering calls from friends and family. What about pages? Were they getting back <laughs> the pages? This is 2015, <laughs> so I think we're far past pages at this point. Could
1: I get a pager right now, today, if I wanted one? Well, it's Saturday, so maybe not today. Was Radio Shack still open?
0: <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> you could check there. Circuit City, maybe. I, I need to get out in the world more. <laughs> yeah, you don't do anything. So I don't... know. Uh, we'll check on our way to when we leave in okay. a little bit to go to. A, we're going to a comedy show. Uh, and we're not going to tell jokes. We're just going to listen to other people yeah, tell jokes. We're so, going to judge other it's people. About it's about time somebody else entertains. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what I'll tangent d- I'm about I to go on. judge some motherfuckers. <sighs> yes. All right. So, uh, March 16th, 2015, a man phoned the police with a tip uh, saying he had seen a man carrying two large garbage bags to be disposed of outside in the area that the couple were last seen. The, the police responded and quickly arrested the man they suspected in the disappearances of Christy and Joseph Cod, and that man was Jason Owens. Oh. Uh, police did a search of Jason's home, and they found the remains of Christy and Joseph in his stove. Owens had been working for the Cods as a home contractor. He referred to Christy as a good friend. According to Jason, he had been having car trouble, and while the Cods were attempting to assist him with it, he'd accidentally hit the gas and ran them both over. Like you do. Oh, man, yeah. He said that out of fear of going to prison, he burned the bodies, moved their vehicles, and pawned some of their belongings so it looked like a robbery. Completely normal thing to do. Sure. Also... Always
1: cover up an accident.
0: (laughs) If something's an accident, just complicate it, cover it up. You know how... I don't know, like, if... Me and you are out there trying to work on a car, uh-huh. which first of all would be hilarious. <laughs> uh, but we're trying to do that. In the, Step like, one: leave it in park. <laughs> yes. But whoever it is, we're helping. Like, I don't know if they ran us over from being stopped, and then just—I like, don't know if we would die. Yeah, I would think I would like try to jump out of the. I don't know. Like I just don't. I don't see how like that could kill anybody. Yeah, like here, a pregnant wife comes <laughs> in right in front of this car yeah. while I work on it. Uh, so he pled guilty two years later to avoid the death penalty uh in april of 2017 he was sentenced to a minimum of 59 years up to a maximum of 74 years so basically life in prison at that point the police found uh would end up doing a second more thorough search of his property where they would find bits of fabric leather and some unknown hard uh, fragments under a concrete fish pond the police would not say if the hard fragments were bones or if they'd found zeb quinn's remains at all Uh, One of Jason's family members would say that he had poured the concrete for the fish pond about eight foot by eight foot very randomly. Mm -hmm. And this was right after Zeb's disappearance. Uh, The family family member would also say that the pond wasn't even located in an area on the property that could really be enjoyed from. Yeah, like It was just kind of like off, like middle of nowhere on the property. Uh And that he never even finished it. He just eventually filled it up with dirt. In 2017... Jason Owens was indicted for the first-degree murder of Zeb Quinn. And while he's been charged with the murder, we still don't know what evidence they have on him. Yeah. Um he has a long h- criminal history or though. Or he admitted to something or if so they haven't like nobody's yeah. released that, but he apparently back in 1999 he got his first DWI. Uh in 2002 he was in a high-speed chase where he shot at the Asheville police. Ooh. He was drunk during the Fast high-speed and furious. chase. Uh, he's also gotten multiple narco- narcotics charges. Like so the Okay, dudes- let's not judge people
1: <laughs> entirely on their past, okay? Cuz sometimes people make mistakes or you know, maybe that cop was just like an asshole. I don't know. This guy sounds like though.
0: I would say that when you're in a high-speed chase <laughs> and you're shooting, you probably Yeah. You're probably guilty of some things. Yeah, it's some narcotics. Uh that. he's currently still awaiting trial in prison. Um the delay in the pr- in the trial uh, the county district attorney Todd Williams said that several delays have happened because of personnel changes. Uh, the case was first assigned to ADA Alex Bass, who left the office to join another DA's office to be closer to his family. The case was then reassigned to former Chief ADA Rodney Hasty, who passed away. And then, since March 2020, all jury trials have been suspended
1: because Corona. of Corona.
0: So. As of right now, there are no there's no trial dates for any cases in that in that county. Yeah. Um, so there's no trial date for his case. Uh, ultimately, there are still several mysteries about the night of January second, two thousand, where Misty Taylor and her boyfriend involved somehow. He still got the page. He still, I mean, because that was like on his,
1: you know, he, like Jason didn't lie about that because it was on his record, so they know that it came from his aunt's house.
0: Uh, yeah. So my theory is that, uh, it was, I don't know, I can't come up with a motive. Uh-huh. Um, the only motive, anybody, the only person that seems to have a motive is Wesley. Because he was talking to his girl. That's, like, the only person that even has a bit of a motive. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's, like, I know Zeb had money, because they were going to look at this car, uh-huh. but was it really enough for this guy to kill him? I mean, maybe. I guess people do yeah. things for small amounts of money I mean,
1: eclipse you know back in 2000 so a couple grand on him, I mean
0: I'm thinking because the only the only reason we think that he they were going to look at this car uh-huh. is because that's what Jason told yeah that's his story so he may have known maybe there wasn't a car well maybe maybe he knew Zeb was going to look at the car uh-huh. but he was never involved but he knew he was going to look at it and maybe he knows that Like, I don't know how he would know. I don't, because again, I don't know who knows who, but if he knows that Zeb's aunt's not going to be at her house Mm -hmm. because she's out with friends or whatever, maybe he sends a page or he calls from the house saying that it's Wesley and I don't know. Yeah. Like he somehow, maybe he draws Zeb out to that house.
1: Or somewhere else. Or somewhere else. Yeah.
0: But I just don't, I can't. Like, I don't know why, but then he had head and he had rib and head injuries. Like, could Someone that have be been Zeb fighting back? Yeah. Um, Some think that Wesley and Misty were the ones that set Zeb up and that Jason happened to be in the wrong place at the wrong time and that Wesley beat the shit out of him and no. told him to stay yeah. quiet. But like, why would you not just kill him too? Yeah. If you're going to kill one person, you might as well.
1: But the, yeah, then later though Jason kills those two people, so he's definitely
0: has it in him. And now that he's in jail, he could say like if he was keeping it a secret because Wesley had threatened his life. Yeah. Well, now be, he could be like, yeah, yeah. hey, that was.
1: Yeah. Trying yeah. to get himself off. what are you
0: going to do? Like, what are you going to do, like, do now? I'm already here for the rest of my life. So well, yeah, I don't know what all exactly like we don't even know what really happened. Like we don't know. There's no body. Yeah. Yeah. So we only have. You gotta have a body. We only have Jason Owens' word, like testimony. Now I wonder how he's arrested for that. That's crazy. They was arrested with no body. Yeah. So I'm. Gu- I mean, I'm guessing that they. The they're stuff they found. Yeah,
1: they're, they're not, not releasing all the info. Yeah.
0: But that's the story of uh, the disappearance of Zeb Quinn. Oh wow! I'll keep up to date on it and uh-huh. if there's new information. What it,
1: North Carolina. Yeah, Let's Asheville, go. Go. Oh, North, I love Carolina. North Carolina. Carolina. I do go too. Figure it out. <laughs> Let's
0: just. Can we? Uh, we need a meeting with Jason Owens. Yeah. Oh, uh, we're from a podcast? Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you've heard of us.
1: <laughs> I'll get a pager, we'll take it down. Our
0: credentials? Oh, I'm sorry, we have like 42 episodes worth of yeah. credentials, sir. 3,000 downloads. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you to fucking tell us we can't be here? We got masks.
1: Yeah.
0: All right, so, uh, yeah, so, unfortunately, don't really have a, uh, a resolution of that case. We don't even know what really happened, uh, but... Let's go from the bad news to Joel's feel-goods. We're going to feel good? Hit that music. Yeah. Feels good. All right. Yeah. There's the energy. There's the Bo Jackson energy we all need. Yeah. So what do you got this week for us? 11. For feel-goods. Or feel-good.
1: This feel-good? This is just one feel-good. Okay. But it's uh, finally something good happened to uh, Lady Gaga.
0: (laughs) I mean, it's okay. It's Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga,
1: her her dogs were stolen. Her dog walker got shot, and her three dogs were stolen. I don't know if all three were. I thought two, yeah. Two dogs were stolen, and uh, she put out a $500,000 reward for them, and she got them back. So that's my feel good.
0: Yeah, uh, so apparently... The dog walker, uh, his name's like Jason Fickner or something like that.
1: I wonder how much... I probably don't want to know how much money he gets paid to walk off. Because it's probably way more than More than, than you make. will ever make.
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, so her two French bulldogs were being walked by Ryan Fisher, is her dog walker. <laughs> she is currently in Rome filming a movie.
1: Oh, whoa. Lady Gaga. <laughs> Fancy.
0: Uh, but yes. Yeah, so apparently a, like a van pulled up. Is it like Police
1: Academy 9? <laughs> Is that the movie Lady Gaga's, uh, doing?
0: I hope so. Oh, man. It doesn't say.
1: She'd be so good in that.
0: Uh, but I'm apparently, sad. like, a van just pulled up, or a white sedan pulled up, two men jumped out, um, they were struggling with the dog walker, one pulled a gun and fired a single shot into the chest oh. of the dog walker, um... The third dog escaped, and was, it's been reunited okay. with, with her representatives. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> Lady Gaga only got to talk to the dogs over the phone.
0: <laughs> but then, she yeah, so she offered a $500,000 reward for the return of her dogs, uh, Koji and Gustav. No questions asked. And a couple days later, uh, maybe the following day, I'm not even sure. It all happened really quick. The dogs were returned by a woman that they don't think has any involvement in it. Uh, but I don't know how she would get a hold of it. You know, she yeah, has would, to be involved somehow. You would think so. Uh, but she brought them to the police station. Um, her Lady Gaga's representatives went to the station, confirmed they were her dogs. And, yeah. So, I don't know if that, like, they're their Or if they knew by their poker face.
1: <laughs> my my po- po- poker face. Uh, I'm the worst.
0: Uh the dog walker's supposedly okay. Huh? Like he's gonna pull through, I guess. Like there's not a lot of talk about that. Uh <laughs> but the dogs are okay. Yeah. So okay. good news there. I'm glad the dogs are safe. Me too. You said that uh Danny Trejo t- <laughs> yep. like tweeted out that he was like on the look he had people and they were like gonna look for it. I don't know what that means. I
1: don't either, but I would hate for Danny Trejo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then you said Patton Oswald like
1: he ret- but- He's like, green light this movie. Now, now, now. It is
0: a pretty awesome movie idea. Yeah. Like, Danny Trejo finds out Lady Gaga's dogs have been kidnapped, so he sends out his apparent just, gang yep. that he has to track them down. We get, like, a weird John Wick-style movie. Machete
1: is on the case.
0: <laughs> All right, so good news for Lady Lady Gaga and her dogs. Uh, Gustav, and I forget the other one's name already. <laughs> uh, we'll call it Christops, uh, which I don't think that's it. Bad news for the dog walker. I hope the dog yeah. walker's okay is my big thing. I a bonus. Uh, a
1: bone. I was trying to think of a way to, yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. All right, so. <laughs> Keep thinking. You know, we try. We do. We try here. We don't always succeed. <laughs> Not
1: hard, but we try. God, we don't put a, a lot bit. of effort
0: in. Uh, Yeah, you can check. I'm doing another podcast now. You guys can check out if you want to. If there's any wrestling fans that listen, uh, the podcast is called AEWTF um behind my back behind your back yep Mm. uh i'm not it's not my i'm part of it but that's not my uh jim tim's running the show (laughs) so you know he was the one that basically said fuck joel we're not we're not involving him uh but yeah we review AEW every week you guys just talk shit on me the whole time though the whole hour and 40 minutes is just (laughs) that fucking joel (laughs) Uh, yeah, so you guys can check that out. I'll be sharing the link to that and everything. Uh, as always, follow us on all the social media places. If you're listening on Apple podcast, uh, give us a five star Mm -hmm. rating and give us, leave us a review. Even if it just says like, fuck you guys. Yeah, that's fine. I get off on that. Make sure you give us five stars first and then call us whatever you want to call us. Anything you want. (laughs) Uh, and I, I think I don't think we really have anything else. You got anything else? No, I don't. This was a short one this week. (laughs) You know I don't have anything else. (laughs) We'll be back next week. We'll try to do better. Yeah. No promises. Try a little bit harder. We'll see what we can do, though. All right. Uh, So until then, thanks for listening as always, and we will talk to you next week. Bye.